0: Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker.
1: Nice. I have no idea where I'm going to stick it. 132 inches overall, sword and fish. Wow. Wow. Yeah, fucking monstrous. Over 10 feet. 132 inches? Yep, 132 inches. That's from wow. from tail to the end of the sword. It was 95 inch short length. So. 95 inch? Yeah, we'll talk about that on the show. Okay.
2: You got water? You good? Yeah, I'm good. Where am I? I noticed on the fly one, um, did you move that closer? That camera? I used I used a different lens. Oh, okay. Is that why it looked?
3: Yeah, it looked a little better. This one's really wide, so on the edges gets kind of distorted. I'm waiting for I pre-ordered a lens and waiting for it yeah. to come in. Hopefully this week before I leave. But that's what I'll be running on
2: the mid. Yeah, that doesn't matter. We're we're still we're done. This is our last mm-hmm. podcast of the year. Oh, cool. Yeah, because we're he's going to Cayman.
3: Yeah, on Monday. My and no, he's from there. there.
2: All right. And um yeah, he's like, what is it? What are you seventh your seventh generation? What is it?
3: I don't know. I don't know you what know, generation we but talked they about, were yeah. they were one of the first settlers on the island, my family. Wow.
2: Yeah. So his dad still lives
1: there.
3: And what do you guys do over there? My uh my dad works for the airline. A couple of my uncles, they're lawyers, accountants and stuff down there, work cool. in banking. Yeah. All but right. I have a really big family down there, bigger than here. I was thinking yeah. you're going to be, like, some seven-generation fisherman yeah. from Cayman Islands. Yeah. I'm yeah.
1: like, whoa, dude.
3: you seen some shit. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. so John is, um... John's
1: we f- we fish
3: down there. My dad's getting ready to retire, and he's going to start his own um, charter business down there. He just got a center console of 33, and he's going to be fishing that down there. Well, they got some good sword fishing over there, too. Yeah, probably. yeah. It's not... They don't have the current and stuff like they do here, so they kind of got to just stick to one spot. They can't cover a lot of ground, but... Yeah,
1: they do they that have, bump. They do the bump trolling. Yeah,
2: yep. Right. The um, yeah. So John's going down there for Christmas and New Year's. So cool. we're shutting the podcast down for a couple weeks. Yeah, really. Break, and, uh, and we're this is it. You're the last podcast of the year.
1: I'm honored, man. Right.
2: So you're number 32. We did 32 podcasts this year because we started in the middle of the year, and we're super proud of that.
1: Hell yeah. You
2: know what I mean? We're super proud to have you on as the last guest of the year. Congrats, dude. So, yeah, so we're, it's an this, honor. this episode and the last episode we did with Fly are, those are, these are our two Christmas Just episodes, so feel free to throw on the the Panther hat if you feel like it, Whatever, we're getting <laughs> festive in here. <laughs> yeah, that. so anyway, uh, I guess with that being said, um, it's been a cool, cool year um, about with a lot of the things that we've been happening, but one of the things I'm more proud of is this show and what we've been able to do here, what we've been able to build. And we're super happy that um, we've been able to bring on our friends, yeah. like yourself, and then, you know.
1: Some really, really respectable captains. And yeah, some really industry. good people. Absolutely. You know,
2: and um, it's cool that, um, you know, when people say that, oh, yeah, no, no, we'll, we'll be there when you need us. We'll be there when you need us. And they actually were. Because yeah. a lot of times you don't get that, like where it's like,
1: no, dude. Look at this setup. You're you're making it happen.
2: Yeah. No. It's 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 um. We're proud of the show. Oh, yeah. You know. I mean. I don't know any other way to put it. It's for like you know. Plan worked. It happened, and yeah. we're we're excited.
1: Yeah, and you stuck with it in your busy schedule.
2: Yeah. It, well, yeah. That that's a thing. You know. And oh, right. I, I mean, without this guy, I mean, you know, really behind the scenes, and you know, I know I, I give him props. I mean, but it's it's deserved. You know what I mean? Without him, it it really wouldn't happen. Absolutely. because um, he's he's the one you know, doing most of the work on it. So, you know, it's, we're trying to, we're just trying to build something cool here that we can kind of hang our hats Mm -hmm. on, you know what I mean? For the next few years and, you know, see if we can make something special and it's cool and
1: different. It's different. It's getting everybody involved too.
2: Yeah. Well, that's the whole, that's the whole theory behind connected by water Mm is it's it's like bringing together community and you know what I mean? cutting through the bullshit and
1: which is fishing industry needs. Right. Desperately.
2: Yeah. And that, that's what we saw. We saw like, you know, why is, I mean, because you always hear people talking, and I'm sure people talk whatever. They yeah. they could say whatever they want. I really don't care because that's it. not what we're all about. We're all about you know the good vibes. Yeah. You know what I mean? And uh, and bringing enjoy, together people.
1: Enjoying what we can out in the water for sure.
2: Listen. Being grateful. We're not curing diseases here. No. You know what I mean? We are so fortunate to be able to work in this industry. Oh, yeah. It's not even funny. I, I get
1: to do what I love every day. Yeah. That's what makes it special. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So for most for people that don't know in the crowd, right, here's, I have my good friend Bernie Perez here, and he works for Sea Hunter Boats down in Miami. So tell us a little bit about Sea Hunter and all the beautiful things they have going on.
1: Give a plug for Eddie. Yeah. So I work uh, full-time in sales at Sea Hunter Boats, and uh, right now we've been doing some real, real cool things. We just came out with our 41 CTS, or CAT. Um, we have a bigger one coming, which is going to be the largest on the market. Um be the only one with quad uh, Set up for quad four two five Yamaha's, which will be our forty six, which we're gonna debut in Miami. Oh, for the for the boat show. Yes. Nice. So that's gonna be it's gonna grab plenty of attention for sure. Yeah. No doubt. Showstopper.
2: No doubt. I saw it at um I saw the forty one at the the Fort Lauderdale. And um we're gonna be wrapping one coming up here oh, yeah. for the Kagans, the, the Kagatonic. Yep. Look and forward the, to that. That's yeah. gonna
1: be a quad four hundred boat.
2: Yeah. So and the cool thing is about about Chris is like he always wants to do like like off the wall stuff. Oh yeah, Chris always know. wants to do the cool things. Yeah, so we're we're getting real creative with this one.
1: Yeah, he's got big plans to do some cool fishing trips on the boat.
2: Yeah, yeah. Well, I think that's how he thinks though. He's always got big plans for everything. Oh yeah. So just clued. Cool, so um, I got an orange on the table. I got a power bar. If you're hungry, feel Thanks. free. I'm gonna have one. Um, sometimes I eat on the podcast. We talk with this ASMR whatever.
3: Is that a- what ASMR? <laughs> ASMR? Yeah. Is, is, it, gonna is it a into? word or is it letters? ASMR. It's an acronym. Yeah. yeah. All right. I can't remember what it stands for, but uh, there are
2: people like what it is. Eat on podcasts. On camera? Yeah. And yeah, that's what the they They just like listen watch. to
3: them.
1: Yeah. <laughs> that's pretty funny.
3: So we'll it's Christmas. It.
1: Are you ready? I'm ready. Are you? Yeah, I'm about ready. We're it's closing shop for two weeks, which I'm excited about. You are. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're probably going to shut down for a week, yeah. I think. Yeah. yeah, we'll be back after the New Year's. Yeah. So we're pr- plenty busy over at Sea Hunter, so we definitely yeah. gotta got to get back to a lot to going it. on. Oh, yeah. Right? we got a lot of boats we're selling now. We'll, we have our 28, 31, 33s, our 35s, our 39s, You know, 45s, 41, 46. So we have our hands full. Wow. Plenty of models. Wow. Yeah. So And trying to get in some fishing in between, you know. Yeah, right? Oh, yeah. So you went fishing the other day? Yeah, we went out. The other day we went out sword fishing and found the bite that we've been looking for for years and, you know, we've been working for and, and, uh, finally just made it happen. Got a great opportunity for a, a big 400 pound fish. Was it 400 pounds? 422 pounds. 422. 422. Nice. So 95 inch short length and 130 inch overall. How, how, how big? 130 inches. 130? Yep. Nice. So that's the long length, so, you know, short length to the bottom of the jaw was 95. That was a big fish. Very nice.
2: How long did you fish for that?
1: Well, thankfully, you only fought an hour, you know, mm-hmm. but I put the pressure on them for sure. How so, long were you fishing before you hooked up? We started, our first bait hit the bottom at 7 a.m. and I got that by at 3.30. Oh, so, all you all day? All day. Wow. Without a nibble. Wow. Wow. So just, Yep. That's it. Nibble, getting rained on all Work, day. Working on your playlist. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it was plenty windy. It was raining all day, and then finally at three thirty, we're coming off the bottom, and uh, it was just an instant bite. It didn't nibble nothing. The rod just bent over. He stayed down there for about twenty minutes. After that, he came up. And racing. So you knew right away, none of that toying and tinkering. Well, at first of all the guys were high fiving. I was like, oh, just, let's make sure we're getting off the bottom first <laughs> yeah, before right? we start clapping and getting all happy. I mean. Had so many heartbreaks and so many fish hook on and right off the bat come off that I was just standing back, just you know, hoping and mm-hmm. waiting for it to start coming up. And and uh, I just remember at one point I'm getting the harpoon ready and I heard the the LP go from that, you know, where it's got pressure just you know, and I'm like, oh my god, we lost it. And and uh, it was just a fish swimming it up to the surface, a yeah. big angry fish, yeah. He, he jump, we thought he was, he kept racing on the surface multiple times. Were we even able to run up on and take the lead off, you know, within the neck? within the first 30 minutes but he never jumped. He didn't jump till we put a harpoon in him next to the boat. Okay. Which we got all on film. It's going to be real cool to see. Yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah. Nice. So and what are you doing with that belt? Oh, with that belt, I'm going to bring it here to get painted. There you go. Absolutely. Nice. So, yeah, it was cool. We had a we had a this kid who was working with us for the summer, Harrison Kennedy, who mm-hmm. who got in the water with the fish after for about 30 minutes and took some just unreal half Fifty-fifty shots of the fish and nice. real cool perspective. that I think a lot of people haven't seen it. It'd be real cool. to Very show. cool. Yeah, so. we'll
2: we'll roll it while we're talking if you want to. Cool. You yeah. Know what I mean, when, when when he John edits the show. Awesome. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, I
1: got high quality pictures there. And, I mean, I'm sure you saw already a couple of them. I saw you posted. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I got tons of pictures and some cool stuff. Yeah. So he he actually I didn't remember and this whole fight to me was a bird, but he didn't put the camera down the entire fight. So he got some really really yeah. cool stuff. Yeah, yeah. I think any good
2: photographer is always ready, right? Oh man, he was he was on it. Yeah, without a doubt. Right, John. Any yep. every, every good photographer is yep. always ready. You gotta always yeah. be
1: ready. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it made it made catching such a big fish that much more memorable. You know, because so many people catch these fish, and <laughs> that's it. And, You know, being able to document it and fit and picture it, it's incredible. Yeah. You know? Well, you, there's enough to think
2: about when you're angling. Oh yeah. You don't want to think about that. You know what I mean? So it's cool if you have someone with you to document the whole thing like that. Yeah, yeah. and
1: be excited about it. You know. Yeah, yeah. So, which makes a big difference without a doubt.
2: Yeah. Shows in his work. And I think I mean he's a he's an angler
1: too. Yeah, he fishes with us yeah. all the time. He just well, has. I think a passion, that matters too. You know? Is
2: like you know someone that like knows about fishing and knows how to fish and stuff like that. Oh, it yeah. matters when when yeah. they're taking pictures because they know what's about. They can to be happen. in the way a lot of
3: the times too. So yeah, They, right? they, they know where to be.
2: Yeah, and they
1: can anticipate.
2: Yeah, they can like anticipate the and, jump and all yeah. that. Oh,
3: yeah. Yeah, he yeah, was just as part of the fish
1: as all of us, you know. It took all of us to get that fish in the boat. We all played our part in it, without a doubt. For
2: sure. Oh,
1: yeah. And, yeah, that's and, how it goes. And luckily, he cooperated. and he came up pretty—I hear these fights are four or five, six hours long, you know. Mm-hmm. We, we put a dart in them in, in an hour, so. That's good. Yeah, not bad. Yeah. So he cooperated.
2: Nice, man. Oh, yeah. So what are you going to do for your two weeks off for Christmas?
1: Open to fish. Just fish. As Stay much home. as I can. Yeah, the next five days looks like it's blowing pretty hard, but. Um, Has a bite been in Miami? Sail fishing's picking up. It's been kind of slow. It's been hit or miss. It feels it's like. It's been hot. It
2: feels I mean, like. We, we thought we were going to get some cold fronts here. Yeah. But then kind of shut off. The it lasted like, like it two hours up. the other yeah. morning. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean <laughs> like even even the ones that are now, like they were talking last week, like, oh, we got cold fronts coming through and now they're like, all right, we got like.
1: Well, last year, we didn't get okay that cold to like, like, March, wasn't mm-hmm. it? Our yeah. first cold front. So, yeah. at least we got something in the beginning. Yeah. Move some fish down. I don't know, man. It needs to get cold yeah. quick.
2: I agree. You know, but I don't know. It's, I don't like when it's hot. Like, Christmas is going to be, like, it's going to be all right. It's going to be, like, 77 degrees, I think I said.
3: I don't know. Where I'm going, it might be a little hotter. Yeah, it's
2: going to warmer.
1: <laughs> yeah, definitely we need some cold fronts, man. I feel like since we're not getting consistent cold fronts anymore. The fish, when we do get the cold fronts, they just pour through you know, we're yeah. not getting consistent bites for, yeah. you know, a month long. We're just getting a week of fish just moving. Yeah. And then they're gone.
2: That's it. We need, like, we need, like, one of those January fronts to come through and just, like, yes. last all the way through February. And sit the fish here. Yeah. So we can get some good fishing. Yeah. That'll be good. That'll be good for everyone. That'll be good for the tournament season. And
1: Yeah, which we got uh, the first. We have our first uh, Jamie Bunn tournament in January. January, yeah.
2: So. And they got the... Um, was it the Silver Selfish Derby? Is that when was that? Is that this week? You know, I'm not sure when it is because you you're not going up all the way for that one.
1: No, we did, we just did finish doing the Island Marauder Gold Cup, which we didn't, um, and then now we're going to start doing all the Crest for the Quest. Mm-hmm. Or quest and The Jimmy quest. Johnson and the Jimmy Johnson, yeah, mm-hmm. without a doubt, the Jimmy yep. Johnson. That's the tournament we all look forward to the yep. most every year, and it's going to be nice this year with the with the Hard rock and Oh yeah, hotel that. looking amazing. Looks good. I went
2: there. Um, I went there it was last week, or the week before. Uh, this whole month is a blur to me. Would do, when you got two little kids, like December takes on a completely different meaning because you just like get getting dragged
1: everywhere. Two kids, a art shop, and a podcast. Oh my god! Dude, you I anything, can't even tell you. You need anything else?
2: Every minute is like scheduled on the calendar for. Yeah. It's driving me insane. Crazy. I love it. You know what I mean? I, I wouldn't have it any other way, but it really is. It's a lot. Anyway, we were at the Hard Rock for that Winterfest ball. And um, I had to rent a tux because I don't own a tux. Yeah,
1: I was going to say, you had yeah, to dress up there.
2: <laughs> so, like, my friend Britt calls me. He's like, hey, we got a table. So we want you and Liz to come as our guests. I'm like, all right, cool. He's like, by the way, it's black tie. Like, he says it to me like he knows I don't have a tux. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No baby, <laughs> by no bathing suit and fishing shirt. Yeah. He's like, you gotta dress nice for this one. And I'm a bum, you know Yeah, but, yeah. yeah. Look at me every day.
1: <laughs> like, Fishing shirt and shorts every day. I'm like, oh
2: yeah. So anyway, but the but the hotel's Yeah. It's nice to dress up too gorgeous. and go out everyone's. No, in a it while. was fun. Like once you get past all the gotta yeah. get the talks and you know, you start getting dressed up and ready to go, then it's like, all right, cool, it's good. Yeah. You know.
1: Look good, feel good. Mm-hmm.
2: But the hotel is gorgeous. You know, the scene's gorgeous. You know, we just need some fish to bite.
1: Yeah, which should um, be a good year, man. I mean, pe- it always is a great tournament. Yeah. Somebody always catches, even when it stinks.
2: Yeah, I mean, I mean, I don't think I'm worried about that week, like there being fish around because it's really a great week yeah. for fishing, like the they, beginning of March.
1: They opened up the boundary too, I think, even a lot. They opened right? it up.
2: Yep. So they opened it up, and then they're gonna let you leave from
1: anywhere you want, pretty much. Anywhere, pretty much, yeah. Yeah.
2: And then, um, you know, I don't know. Big oh, going to be good. Big open boundary. Big open boundary. Was it all the way up, Palm Beach?
1: I think it was. A, I'm not sure. How, all, in, all the way down the alligator. Yeah, which before would have stopped right at Triumph. No, I'm pretty sure. Mm-hmm. Close to Miami. Yeah, so. right.
2: It's exactly it. That's yeah. where it stopped before. Yeah. So, so
1: the north boundary now is going to get.
2: an
1: hmm 90 miles. hmm
2: wow. So tell me, give the tell me, give the
1: audience a little bit of background on you. Like right. you're a Florida native. I've been born and raised in Miami. Um, started off fishing with my old man and. And uh, ever since, just haven't stopped, mm-hmm. you know. I got some good opportunities. When I was young, I worked on the sale with Mike Puller. You know, that got me a big jump in the business. Mm-hmm. And then from there, just kept fishing and fishing and fishing. And um, eventually, I got, you know, my job with uh, Sea Hunter, which before I was in construction. I did that for eight years. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. So I did healthcare construction with uh, my old man and his GC company. Healthcare construction. Healthcare construction. What yeah. is what is that specifically? So what we did bapt. I mainly did Baptist and uh, urgent cares and like you know, building hospitals. Hospitals. Yeah. Really, all hospital work. Yep. Yeah. Wow. So, I had I had uh, Mr. You know Ralph Montavo from Sea Hunter telling me all the time. You know I was in the wrong business and mm-hmm. I needed to be at Sea Hunter doing what I love and fishing and that's where I would excel and you know I'm three years in and it's been great. It was mm-hmm. definitely the right move for me to make. Yeah, that's so, cool. Yeah.
2: Well, I mean, it's not the wrong move. That's for sure. Yeah. You, you work for a killer boat company. You know what I mean? And oh yeah, no a group of guys down there.
1: Great Google guys, and they've given me some you know incredible opportunities and experiences. You know, from fishing in Venice, and you know, just got back from fishing in California. You know, mm-hmm. so Cabo, Cabo. <laughs> yeah, so Sea Hunter's <laughs> taking me a few places. And yeah, very, very grateful.
2: You know, what do you see? Is like in recent years, the center console industry is just. Exploded. Oh, yeah. It's booming. Right. Uh, get, and the boats are getting bigger.
1: Yeah. You get 45 foot boat doing 50, 60 miles an hour. Yeah. You know. They're easy to use when you get back to the dock. It's not like cleaning an entire 70 foot sport fish. Mm-hmm. So a lot of guys are going to them. And, you know, yeah. a lot of guys up in the Northeast, at least for us, who used to have these big, you know, Vikings and stuff for the Canyon runs now are getting these, these boats, you know, these bass fastener consoles and making overnight trips, you know, day trips. Yeah which has been a huge, you know, huge, huge thing for the guys up there.
2: You know, the, um, and now they're making the boats so damn big. You know, but you guys were one of the first ones. You guys had that 45 out. Oh, you yeah. know, and everyone saw that. Well, I remember when I first saw that 45 sea Hunter.
1: I was like, oh, man, that big boat. Oh, yeah. And it's got a big, big cabin underneath. Yeah. You can fit three people in there. You know, really? It's, yeah, it's not a hotel, but you can definitely sleep in there, yeah. no problem. Yeah, nice. Yeah, you got a toilet, you put TVs, microwaves, a lot more space than you would ever think.
2: Yeah, right. So Yeah, that's cool.
1: Yeah. And we were we were one of the first to come out with it, and that's why that boat excelled so much up there and mm-hmm. you know, now it's over in California, the guys, you know, Stella June guys fishing bluefin tuna and you know what they're doing out there
3: is incredible that
1: fishing over there in the pacific california mm-hmm. is incredible i would never on seen my, anything like that's that that's on my list i want to go on the
3: long range yeah and go to san diego for the blue fence and stuff that's
1: i mean yeah crazy. we we were out of uh huntington beach mm-hmm. and uh it was incredible it was really a, oh yeah the fish, what were you catching out there the bluefin tunas out there were incredible that fishing and the way those guys are set up you know they have a uh, evan slay as their captain Evan salvey he's an incredible captain and um, you got Ivan, who's the owner of the boat, and, and they're running an incredible fishing program. And you're out there, and everybody else are like 25 Parkers, you know, small boats fishing. And it just that fishing just got there five years ago when you're, you're rolling into schools, uh, you know, that are just football field long of bluefin tuna exploding on the surface. Mm-hmm. Very, very cool. They're getting big out there. Yeah, yeah. Big first day there. Everything think, in California's big, isn't it? Big, you know. We threw a popper, got a, you know, like a 100-pounder. Really? Yeah, yeah. And then we put out the kite. And on a popper? On a popper. Casting nice. a little Stella and got him on the popper, which was a pretty cool. That must fish. have been fun. Oh, yeah. Super cool. Backbreaking fun. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't as bad as a fight as I thought it was going to be, but it was definitely cool. Man. This thing's fighting as good as a yellowfin, you think? I think Pacific fish, just because it's colder, don't fight as hard as the fish over here with the warmer water. I think right. just in general. Yeah. You know? Because you catch a lot of yellowfin. Yeah. I catch yeah. a couple yellowfin over here. Yeah. So. Definitely can compare. A couple of yellowfin. Every <laughs> time I see you, you're like, oh, yellowfin tuna, yellowfin tuna. <laughs> yeah, I definitely love tuna fishing. has a special place in my heart without a doubt. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, Ralph and I, too, was seeing her. I mean, we started off really dialing it in, and, you know, we got excited about going out on trips, you know, with my old man, too, and we'd catch two or three, and we're like, oh, it's the greatest thing. And you know, little by little, we dialed it in, where now we're mm-hmm. getting some pretty good numbers. Yeah, so. yeah, that's cool. Yeah, so when were you in California last um, well, I was in California. I would say a couple of months ago, like three months ago, right? So yeah. We ended up getting four tunas, and uh, one was in the high hundred pounders. You know, right underneath two hundred pounds, big fish. You know, I've never, I've never been to
2: Southern California. It's, like, I've been to California like four times, but it's always to the, it was always at the San Francisco area and yeah. Pacifico and like the northern side of it.
1: Well, I went to, well, we flew into L.A. I'm not too big of a fan of L.A., but we went over to Long Beach and Huntington and all that. And those aerials were beautiful. Mm -hmm. Beautiful, beautiful.
2: Yeah, I I hear that. That's, I heard that Pacific Coast Highway drive is like one of the best drives you
1: could ever take. Oh, yeah, it's it's right up along the beach the whole way. I took it from L.A. all the way down to where we had the boat. Oh, really? Yeah, the whole way down. Beautiful ride. Yeah. How far is Cabo from San Diego? Um, I'm not sure. These guys actually did it. When, I think it took them three or four days, but they actually took the 45 Cena straight all the way through. Oh, really? Yeah, they had a bunch of saddle tanks, and they stopped at one place over there in Mexico and kept going.
2: Yeah? So, yeah. Well, not Tijuana. No, I don't, I'm not <laughs> sure where they stopped, but not there. I've heard stories about Tijuana. Yeah,
1: a couple stories. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that fishing out there is very cool. I mean, I mean we even ended our
3: trip catching a striped marlin.
2: Mm-hmm. So, definitely
1: yeah. a cool place to check out.
2: Right on.
3: They do it differently, too, with the— the kite fishing and pulling the, the flying fish and stuff. Is that what you guys did? Yeah. Yeah. We yeah. took
1: a, we, we dragged a flying fish just over the surface. Mm-hmm. You know, we spotted the big school of them. We just skipped that flyer and got a real cool bite. And Really? Yeah. It was cool fishery, man. So, so cool. Yeah. So, but they don't got the reefs and all that other stuff like we have. It's here. just different. Different. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's
2: different. And I always yeah. see, see some of them. I got a lot of um fellow like marine artist friends that are out there in Southern California. And, and it's funny to see like, what they paint versus like what we paint here. Oh, yeah. you know, like they're painting like calico, yeah. sea bass yeah. and like stuff like that. I'm like what the hell is that thing? Yellowtail. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, then they got the California yellowtail. Yeah. It's like completely different than what we call yellowtail. Yeah, completely different. Yeah. It's almost like a huge ass like amberjack or
1: something. Looks like a rainbow runner kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. like a big yeah. rainbow yeah. runner. A big yeah. giant rainbow runner.
2: Yeah. So, I don't know. I yeah. I guess they're good eating.
1: I don't know. I still think we got one of the best fisheries in the world we down do. here in South Florida.
2: Yeah, I still hold true to the to say that we were the mecca of fishing throughout the world. Oh, yeah. You know, because it's, it's such a diverse, you know.
1: I think, you know, too, we have some of the best anglers in the world down here in South Florida, without a doubt.
2: Well, that's the thing. Like, you can go all over the world, and then chances are, you know what I mean, if you're in a hot spot like you're in a Cabo, You're in a Los Sueños or Panama or something like that, you're going to find someone from South Florida there.
1: Yeah. I think the hardest working captains and guides and mates are all Mm -hmm. from South Florida. I mean, we got to work the hardest to get our bites here. Yeah. You know, these guys in other places of the world are just so many fish. It's easy, you know. Here we're going a lighter line, you know. We're so detail oriented to even, you know, the knot, the way the knots cinch on all our hooks. I mean, everything Mm -hmm. makes a difference here. Where I feel like in these other places, you know, it's a little easier. You have yeah, to adapt
2: I, here too, yeah, because cause the conditions always change and you yeah. know the type of fishing changes and you're like, well, we're not gonna be, you know, going to be going for sailfish today. Like some captains that are professional captains, they have to take people out for charters and yeah, they're like, the, oh, the sail bites not happening today. We got to figure out something. But
1: that's the great thing about South Florida. I mean, we can go sit on the edge, sailfish all day, catch mm-hmm. kingfish, mahi. You know, you can wahoo troll. We can planer fish and catch tons of kingfish. I mean, yep. snapper fish, go offshore for the mahis.
2: Going shore for snook and tarpon. Yes.
1: I mean, it's endless yeah. here. It's literally a fisherman's dream being yep. down here in South Florida.
2: No doubt. And it's worth protecting.
1: Oh, yeah. Without right. a doubt. No, yeah, and, yeah, it, and we've seen big changes with the protections. I mean, I remember when they shut down grouper and it was a big deal. Now, look, you know, now you come out here, you have great grouper fishing days, which I would say about 10 years ago, you weren't really getting as good as it is now.
2: Yeah. I mean, obviously, we got shark problems. Oh. That's you know? the big issue for sure, yeah, without it, a doubt. You know, it's like I don't know, even like we we go back and forth on the show talking about that, and um, whether or not we're doing too much to protect. You know what I mean? Because, but it's always like a fine line. You don't ever want to say, "Oh, we're you know we don't need to protect them anymore." But it's know, it's a, a lot hard, of fish are getting bit. A lot of fish. I mean, I yeah. would say,
1: and further up north, we don't really have the problem as bad in Miami yet. But the guys up north are even getting their sailfish eating now. I mean, yeah, it's pretty bad. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. The, the tuna fishing, the Bahamas too, I think, uh, is going to get almost gone eventually just because all the pressure we have from all the guys crossing over and the sharks are just getting so smart Yeah, and there's so many of them, you know, a couple years ago, we we're fighting these tunas and, and we're getting, sh- the sharks are chasing the tunas and we're getting sharked 300 feet away from the boat. You know, now mm-hmm. the sharks are sitting up underneath the boat and are waiting for just us waiting. just waiting, letting us fight the fish, tiring it all out. And right when it's, Fifteen feet underneath the boat, they eat them. Yeah, And so, it's like
2: those dive tours too. It's like they hear the the props come up, and then all the sharks. Oh yeah, they start f- swirling because they know it's feeding time. And they're or the get... water
1: bottles and yeah. bell that they always hit. You know? Yeah, yeah. They they hear that noise. They know they're a lot smarter. They're than They're not anything. stupid. No, I can tell you, that. sharks are not dumb. I we've seen the behavior on the sharks change without a doubt.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, we're a lot before they're a lot less curious, and now and you know, now they just come up. Even spearfishing, the sharks are just. Coming at us all the time. Yeah. And and before it was not an issue. Right. Everybody would always say, you know, sharks and all that. We dove for years and years without any problems, especially Mm -hmm. in the Bahamas. I mean, we got the shark here and there, but it was nothing compared now where we jump in in some of our favorite spots and and we're covered up all the time, Mm -hmm. all the time. So
2: Yeah. You're seeing a lot more of those videos. Of, oh. of
1: like, of you know, the GoPro videos of the sharks just coming up from the reef, like right yeah. at you. Well, you got everybody in the water now also using a GoPro, which, you know, back in the day, nobody was really filming everything. But yeah,
2: definitely. That's true. You know, I thought of that this morning when I was watching the news, because now every police department has like yeah. the cameras. Everything's on, on video. Everyone's thinking like, oh, man, things are getting so bad now. It's like, no, yeah. you're just seeing it now. Yeah. You had no idea. Yeah. You know, this is like it happens every day. You know what I mean? Cops arrest people. Newsflash. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? But people I mean, resist arrest. Newsflash. Yeah. You know, yeah, Just because it's on camera
1: doesn't mean the world's going to hell in a handbasket. Oh, yeah. yeah you got to be prepared. Everything's on camera these days. Yeah. But Definitely sharks are becoming a big issue. You know? I'm yeah. interested to see what's going to come out of that because it's getting bad. I mean, I think it's even getting dangerous. We're even seeing now on the beaches and stuff, you're seeing so many sharks. I mean, they're everywhere. Mm-hmm. I think, well, we talked about that before, too.
2: I think that's going to be the one thing that's going to work in the favor of the argument for saying, all right, we don't need to protect them so much. Yeah. is when they start, like, affecting tourism and the swimmers and, you know what I mean? Now, they're there. It's, you know, they're there more than people know.
1: Oh, without a doubt. I, shall, I tell people all the time, you know, yeah. you, you have no idea. You've swam with sharks. You just don't know it. You don't know. You know? Yeah. And... I don't necessarily think they go after people, but once you start having so many sharks in an area with so many people, I mean, it's just a matter of time. Yeah,
2: and they can get pissed off just like any other animal. Yeah, you just come across the wrong, wrong yeah. one,
1: just like people. Yeah. You know, you come around the wrong person
2: yeah. one day, and that's it. Yep, you have a shark he's having a bad day. He's a little hungry. Hasn't had you know found any food in a couple of days, or a little hangry. That's it. Yeah, that's it. Right? And you step on his fin or step on his tail, and he'll turn and bite you. Once yeah, he sees your leg. Yeah, that's it. Crazy stuff, man. So you guys, um, I wanted one thing. I wanted to bring up while you were here today is, um, I always want to shed a good positive light on those that really took part in the Bahamas uh, relief program, and Sea Hunter definitely, definitely did. You guys did a lot, a lot of good. Um, I want you to talk about that a little bit. Um, what you what you guys did, what you guys went through, because. You guys were a big part of the whole fishing community strong um initiative um that we did with Bruce and, yeah. and, and Brick. So Yes,
1: yeah, so, I mean w- when it was all happening, you know, we would do our Abaco, you know, our sea hunter trip in the Abacos. So when it all happened, you know, Eddie, our sales manager, you know, he sent out a little group text to everybody like, Hey, we should do, you know, a drive for the Bahamas. And because we've had so many good times there as a as a group with our customers, our clients, you know, everybody. And one thing to the next, I mean, we shut down Seahunter for just about a month. Yeah. I mean, I was on a forklift taking pallets off just about every day. Mm-hmm. It, was, it was really, really cool seeing, you know, how many of our own customers and just people we've never met who followed us. And we had people driving over from the West Coast. I mean, from all over Florida coming down and, and dropping stuff off. I mean, we had U-Haul truck after U-Haul truck and pickup truck. I mean, we even had to rent an extra forklift. So, really? Oh, yeah.
2: It was nice to see how everyone kind of came together for that.
1: Oh yeah,
2: you know what I mean. And, and this goes back to what we were saying earlier. Like, there's more positive things and good things to be had in this business than negative things. Yeah, without you know what doubt. I mean? And it, that's just one example of how a community can come together. You know, and I just want to say, like, we don't always need a hurricane to do that. You oh, know, without we, doubt, we can just come to come together for for whatever reason. You know what I mean, and and make sure. a difference. Or you don't always have to like be argumentative or rumorism or whatever goes on in the clicks and stuff like that egos, I mean? egos egos, egos. That's, we that's, add, that's the
1: biggest downfall is we and the
2: show saying that every show your ego is not your amigo yeah. that's what we said like every single show yeah we're all here and together. it's true yeah and um but it's cool man that you guys you guys i mean you're being a little humble but you guys really pulled together and you did a lot for the community oh yeah
1: i mean we did i can't even remember how many pallets and We had hundreds of people in our parking lot every single day. I mean, from 7 a.m. they were rolling in till Mm -hmm. 6 o'clock, and we were, like, trying to close the gate, and people were still flooding in because they just got off work. And, you know, all the little mini offices did their own little drives, and everybody just became a drop-off point. I mean, a major, major drop-off point.
2: Yeah, and you guys work with Scott Baxter um, and uh, Bruce and and Brick and, and getting all that together.
1: Yeah, Eddie was working with a lot of those guys. And at the end, we were able to make a great partnership with Mega Yacht Global. And that's where we were able to take most of our pallets of goods. And they went over and distributed personally and giving it into the hands of the most needed. Mm -hmm. I mean, they were direct in there for—they went there for weeks. Which
2: is really important because some of these organizations didn't necessarily—you didn't
1: know where it was going. Yeah, I mean, at first, too, when we were collecting all the stuff, we— you know, we always had a game plan. We knew we were going to—we we, chartered a couple pl- private planes, too, right off the bat, and that landed straight in the Abaco right, right when it, the beginning of it happening. And then once we started having I mean, we had over at 1.200 pallets sitting outside stacked four feet high. And uh, Mega Yard Global really, really stepped up clutch. We had another customer, uh, John Patnick, who helped us out with logistics. And mm-hmm. we were really able to get everything that was donated into the right hands. So, nice. I mean, I feel like that was the most important part, too, I mean— we collect all these goods and we don't have anything to do with it, you know, all the effort's wasted. So we're very, That's the thing. Yeah. exactly, all the effort's wasted all if, the if effort you can't convert. Everybody's time, yeah. effort, you know, seeing her shutting down. We're happy that we were able to get it into the right people. Mm-hmm. So
2: when we were going through our fund, we had to shut down the studio too for like a month. Wow. I mean, it was crazy. Completely overwhelmed with the, with the response, you know, and it was it was good to see, but yeah. you know. I was really, I'll be honest, I was really surprised to but, see how everyone kind of got together. It became a viral situation.
1: Yeah, social media comes a thing to do. So yes. A lot of people just, yeah. you know, stepped up.
2: And we're still, oh, just so people don't want to plug it too much, but we still are selling our Stronger Together items on our website, connectedbywater.com forward slash shop. Yeah, and and proceeds st- are still being donated. And they need it still. Yeah, so we are still, we still have ongoing efforts right now. Um, So if if anyone out there is listening, um, if you do go to our site, you buy any of the Stronger Together goods, you know, proceeds still are being donated to the Fishing Community Strong Initiative. That goes right to the Greater Miami Billfish Tournament 501c3, which in turn those funds get directly donated to um, Marsh Harbor relief efforts through the Church of God at Marsh Harbor. So just so people know the path, that's exactly what yeah, happens.
1: Getting into the right hand as, yeah, as well.
2: for sure. And then those people will give it. And then um, Kevi is involved over there at the Abaco Beach Resort. Okay. Um, so when the funds come to the Church of God, then she handles.
1: That's actually where we you know, did all our rendezvous, yeah. Abaco Beach Resort. But mm-hmm. so we would go over with, you know, 20 sea hunters, 25 sea hunters every summer. Real nice trips. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Places place is awesome. Firefly, Pig Beach, you know, Treasure Cay. I mean, it was just. Yep. So much to get. I have so much Pete's Pub, which is probably my favorite.
2: Yeah. And that's cool too. We, um, Treasure K is one of our, um, customers and we do all their apparel. Very cool. And, um, you know, so it's nice to see that, you know, we did make a successful delivery to them and they are rebuilding and so they're going to be up and running too. Yeah. Actually, Custom Shootout is on. Is it really? Officially. Yes, it is. Awesome. Yep. We, th- just so people know. There's no make no bones about it. The custom shootout is happening this year.
1: Great. And they need it. Mm -hmm. They need a full showing without a doubt. Yeah. So
2: they're still building out the piers and and putting the pylons down and everything like that. But I mean, we got to what? May or late April, something like that. I think it was. Yeah. So it is happening. So just so
1: people know. That's going to be a big, big help of revenue for those guys.
2: They need it. Yeah. It's like you said, you know what I mean? But I think more so it's really just a symbol of the strength of the people over there. And yeah. the strength of the community over here that supports the people and just how everyone can kind of come together. Yeah.
1: That tournament's yeah. great, too. And it's really, really gotten a it's lot of traction. best attraction. tournaments in the world. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Skip is doing a great job.
2: Mm-hmm. So. Absolutely. And that's the thing about Skip running that tournament, too.
1: It's, yeah. it's like it's in the right hands. Well, it just goes back to like what you are saying before. He's a fisherman, and he actually knows what mm-hmm. he's doing. So, I mean, yeah. who else to put on a tournament, you know? Yeah. Somebody's been involved as long as he's been on the water and everything he's done. That's the funny thing, too, about the custom shootout
2: is, like, you got all the best Marlin fishermen in the world fishing that. Oh, well, yeah,
1: best captains, yeah. best
2: boats. And, you know, who's who's going to, even though you have all the best Marlin fishermen in the world, who's going to tell Skip Smith you're yeah. doing it wrong? Yeah, Nobody. Because he knows, you know, better yeah. than all of them. Countless, I mean? bin, count, yeah.
1: countless billfish. Right.
2: Exactly. So it's nice to see that coming back. Um, Hopefully the rest of it kind of. Gets on or, on its feet, you know, sooner than later. I hope the Bahamian government acts appropriately uh, from the standpoint of what to do with the land that's going to go unaccounted for. Yeah. You know, I hope I hope the marsh comes back and hope the bonefish come back and, you know, everything. But it definitely will all recover. Yeah. So um, that's another thing that people don't see about Marsh Harbor. Everyone thinking, always thinking like on the east or the west side, on the east side, sorry, you know, all the mahi fishing and the. No, it's great fish. Wahoo and out. the marlin and everything like that, but there's incredible bonefish.
1: Oh yeah, throughout all that area. And the reef fish, I mean, Last time we went there, yep. we did great. Mm-hmm. And off the of Spanish, we love that oh, really? area. Oh yeah. Yeah. That area is a good area. Sharky area again, but the reef fish and everything is very, very plentiful. Mm-hmm. Super, super alive. Yeah, I heard Peach Pub
2: actually did okay. Yeah, I haven't heard much in the. In the uh, I think they they lost their little pier. Yeah. Back, but I think actually the the main pub. Is, is okay. Yeah, the that, that
1: pub is great. It's a great time. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, for then, sure. And then Nippers Sunday. You know, how can you forget Nippers? Well, sometimes you can't remember what happened. <laughs> yeah. <in> yeah. <laughs> Nippers. But. Definitely a place you can't pass up. Mm-hmm. And it's on top of one of the nicest beaches, period, too, in the Abacos, I feel like.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. For sure. Yeah. So let me ask you something. Curious. What's your
1: resolution for 2020? <laughs> just keep catching more fish, you know. Mm-hmm. That's our, just keep working hard. You know, we've been putting a lot of time at Sea Hunter in our boats, and um, that's just pretty much I'm right now in the way I'm just work, work, work. Mm-hmm. Just try and fish as much as I can in in between. But uh, right now I'm just trying to build my name at Sea Hunter, you know. and. Mm-hmm. Uh,
2: You're not going to wish for world peace?
1: Yeah. <laughs>
2: John, what's your what's your uh, what's your twenty twenty resolution?
3: My resolution: just grow my photography and film business more. Mm-hmm. Yet, um I know I told you I'm getting into wedding films and stuff now, mm-hmm. so I want to book at least twelve next year to yeah. start with, and then continue to grow from, grow from there.
2: If People want to book you for a wedding. Where can they find you? Just here.
3: Contact me. I'll put in my information below so you can All get right. in contact with me. But I right. am working on my website now, so hopefully that'll be up in January.
2: Right, yeah. So John's got big dreams for twenty twenty. Yeah, very cool. We got big dreams for twenty twenty here. Um, we're definitely growing our e-com platform, and um, I mean our custom model is pretty much, you know, in the driver's seat right now. For that's like our sweet spot right around here. But um, yeah, you can continue I pay the podcast. More. I, oh yeah, you got to get some time, man. The pod, I got to get some, I do got to get some, I got to get my friends down in Miami to take me fishing. You
1: got to just come down whenever you want. (laughs) The,
2: um, no, we got, uh, the podcast, we have big plans for the podcast. Um, we're going to do a few live setups with John's like, we are.
3: Yay! Live. <laughs> well, I'm gonna get the headphones. I'm gonna get the
2: headphones with the breaking with all the, this down isn't very. Fun. No, no, I don't want to break that. We're, we're <laughs> just gonna get the headphones. So we're gonna do a couple like location ones, and cool. um, we're gonna grow our guest platform, and you know, and c- kind of keep doing what we're doing. But you know, we're just gonna hopefully gain a lot more followers and a lot more subscribers and listeners. And mm-hmm. um, I need to paint more though. That's been my issue this year. Like, the business has been great everything's been great for business like you know norries no um but intrinsically personally for me painting you did Were you' doing a drawing a day before that's what I mean like I went from like drawing every single every day, day to like now like we just had to when this was our year to grow the business and we did and um you know but as a result it's like because painting takes time and you can't yeah. really talk to anyone you know I, got, I, I can't like you know put absolutely. like a, a bluetooth on my ear and like yeah. start having phone conversations it's like bad vibe for no. the painting
1: no both sketches i have them framed in my house and yeah
2: incredible without a doubt. yeah thanks man the um so. it's so fun someone i was talking to someone recently and they're like oh when are you going to do that again i'm like never
1: <laughs> <laughs> are you high uh, yeah. no no <laughs> i'm not ever doing that ever again and you stuck to it that was a painting a day every day, every day. yeah
2: i mean they are eight by tens but still you know oh. you got to commit to it yeah. you know it's not easy without a doubt
1: Better yeah. than the stick figures I draw.
2: You know, <laughs> the funny thing is, is like, people were like, well, why don't you just, like, paint, like, all of them, like, in, in just one day for the whole week, and then you don't have to worry about doing it every day. And I'm like, how much harder that would be? Oh, my God. You know what I mean? To, 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 I'm not going to paint all that in one day. Yeah, no. You know, but... Better yeah. to
1: space it out and do one a day. Yep. Yep. Exactly. So... Yeah, doing 10 in one shot, you'll burn yourself out.
2: Yeah. Um, one of the things I wanted to bring up with you also is you live in Miami, yes. right? Miami proper. Yes. Like, you're, like, right in downtown Biscayne Bay. Yes. Right? So, and that's an area that's growing, like, boom, 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 oh, yeah. like, up. Mm-hmm. Right? All the traffic. Right. And, um, and even Miami, as you drive, like, from my perspective being up here, when I drive to Miami. I don't, or when I drive to the Keys, I don't go that way. Obviously, I'm going, like, Turnpike Extension way. Out west. and that is boom 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 boom, like growing oh yeah like now, like huge, right um so you growing up in Florida, me growing up in Florida, have seen like the growth happening, are you seeing a huge effect on the water right now into to or do you feel that you know? Well, definitely boat
1: traffic is a lot more than it's ever been.
2: Boat traffic, for sure. Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, social media these days, I mean, people didn't know how cool it was to be on the water and (laughs) just do all the things we were doing before social media. I mean, I would tell guys that I fished, they thought I just sat holding a fishing rod all day, you know, waiting for a nibble with a bobber out. You know, they had no Mm -hmm. idea we were doing, you know, the kite fishing and Mm -hmm. the the wahoo fishing, the tuna fishing. It's dynamic. Yeah, with these four-engine big center consoles and, Mm -hmm. I mean, doing all the cool stuff that we do. I mean, people had no idea. So as we put it out there more and more and more, I mean, it's definitely, you definitely see a lot more guys out there, you know, especially guys too where you were saying only the pros were doing back in the day We're now, you know, every well, the guy, secrets are out now. Yeah, every guy is doing it. I mean, yeah, you can watch YouTube videos and read the magazines. I mean, you can pick up on plenty of good tips. And yeah. It's not so secretive as it used to be. Right. But with that, though, I still see plenty of fish around, man. Right, you know, I think closures have definitely helped out. Sail fishing and you know, it's, it's been great, for mm-hmm. without a doubt. Yeah, so definitely seeing a lot more sailfish bites, and like I was saying too, the grouper bites been pretty good. Mm-hmm. Still, plenty of fish around. Yeah, one of the things that um, we hope to champion
2: on this show, the cause is is clean water, and um, you know, just keeping our estuaries pure and our everglades pure, yeah. and um you know keeping the water healthy yeah but keeping the water healthy is like one of the things we, w- what I'm saying is you know, like the sprawl I think is like really like doing a lot of damage right now um, you know and as much as you know we, we try to correct it you know I don't know if like there's much like with all this growth and down in Miami like this with this huge
3: mall that they're talking. About. Is that going through? I don't. I don't know if that's going through. But yeah, they'll probably yeah. use that land to build houses on because it's cleared already. Yeah. So they're going to do something with it. Yeah. Where so is that? It's right where the Mary Hero building used to be. Right. Right there. I don't know. The the super mall. Yeah. For Miami, it right. was supposed to be like by the turnpike in seventy five. That whole area where all those like deadwood trees used to be, it's all cleared now. Like right next to the um. All the the rock quarries and stuff. Really?
2: Mm -hmm. Did it get rejected?
3: Uh, They're having an issue with it. I haven't heard anything about it in a while, but it seems like it's not going to go through. But they will use that land for something else.
2: Are they have like roller coasters and everything like that, like the Mall of America's? <laughs> I don't know.
3: They're gonna have like a water park or some stupid. Like they're mm. gonna have like two. They're gonna have that's two right, different things park. in this in yeah. this mall plus yeah. shopping, housing, and everything. It's just
2: when I saw the plans for that, I was like, oh
1: man. Yeah, I'm I just thinking. Well, almost every day, I'm down in the keys, pretty much. So I'm right, to but that's what I that. mean.
2: But that's gonna like affect all that, you know, oh, things yeah. like that. You know what I mean? I don't know, man. I think we need to do something as, you know, a community, as a people, because, you know, the the whole algae bloom that happened with LACO, and, I mean, people wouldn't have noticed that nearly as much if it wasn't for social media. Yeah, without a doubt. You know, they would have just been, like, another clipping in the paper. You know what I mean? Maybe we saw it on the Sunday paper or something like that, or maybe, like, Channel 7 would, like, put it on as a feature for a little bit. But it wouldn't have been, like, hardcore, like, argued.
1: It's hard to deny something when everybody's putting up pictures of it.
2: Yeah. Right, I mean, I had um, I was I didn't have I had one Jeff, yeah. Look what just I was just
3: gonna say. Look what happened with Fort Lauderdale the other day. He just posted he posted a bunch of videos and stuff, but they're dumping sewage right into the river. Yeah, Tarpon River. Yeah, right.
2: So I actually promised him I'd bring it up on on the next show, which we're doing right now. So I had he was in here, but I went on his podcast and we were. He's basically saying we need to put like a no vacancy sign on the state of Florida, which. I'm all for, but then they have it. Yeah, it's, you know, not it's unrealistic to think that, but you know, it's not unrealistic to feel that way. You know, because we
1: live, we live in one of the coolest places in the world,
2: The best, the best, and it's unfortunate because we're gonna we're gonna build ourselves right out of our own our own. Um, yeah, to be a big giant city. resource. Yeah, yeah. The um. So the other day they pumped sewage because there's all these new buildings going up in Fort Lauderdale. Yeah, everything on the water. And they literally, like, for how long was it? Like, more than 24 hours, wasn't it? Yeah,
3: (sighs) it was more than 24 hours. It
2: was like, I mean, if we have video, I think we have video of that. Yeah, roll roll that video because you can see it, like, (laughs) like, right into the Tarpon River. Like horrible. Like, never-ending, fish are dying,
1: like, belly up. Yeah. Do you think there's a big difference of the sewage that they're doing there in that river and the sewage ones that they have offshore?
3: Yeah, well, that that's like all process yeah. and stuff, and it just as soon as soon as they started pumping that, just fish just started dying all in all in the river. It's just nope, just wow. little snappers, everything yeah. that was in there is just floating. That's the government.
2: That's crazy. So what are you gonna do? Yeah, you know what I mean. You have to have like a class action lawsuit against the government. Yeah, not gonna happen. It was a tough one to fight.
1: Yeah, but putting it out on social media and everybody posting and talking that's about it—that's I mean, mean. Yeah. gonna make the biggest difference.
2: Yeah. So, and I'm telling you, like. I was shocked when Jeff posted that up and he even messaged it to me. He's like, dude, get the word out on this. Well,
1: I missed it. I'm going to look forward to seeing it now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: And I actually have to share it because it was horrible. And, you know, we think about like all the conversations that we have in this show, all the work that governor DeSantis has done since he's been in office, right? All the work that the new fresh, the new water council has done, right? all the new laws that are being passed, all the regulations that are happening in Lake O and all the hoopla that was surrounded by all the algae blooms and everything that was going on like two years ago. Now, seemingly yeah. fixed now at this point, but, and then all of a sudden you see that.
1: It's getting better though.
2: It, it's getting better, but that's that's my point though. It's yeah. getting better and then all of a sudden like then someone you know, just it. opens up the faucet and like kills every fish in Tarpon River.
1: Yeah, everything you've been working for for months is just out the door that's right it. there. That's it.
2: I don't understand how that can happen. Like, How's that right? How's that
1: legal? Probably not legal. Yeah, I don't know how they approve that, man. You just dump a bunch of crap in them. Li- I mean, you get arrested just in trouble out. for anything these
2: days. Yeah. And they can do that. Yeah. Again. I mean, listen, I'm not like an extreme hardcore environmentalist, yeah. right? But I believe that people need to be like responsible. And, right. and you know what I was
1: thinking, too? Well, I see like, all the plastic out in the ocean, man. Well,
2: I see plastic in my hand right now, too. And yeah. we're going to stop this on the show. Like every show, like I drink like plastic yeah. bottles, right? And we single-use plastic bottles. I'm going to stop doing that. Right. I'm not like overly get a water
3: machine. Give everybody, it. yeah. Then it's real cups.
2: That's right, right. We'll, we'll have the podcast there you go. mug. We'll go. drink out of our brand new Connected by Water podcast mug. Like, look,
3: guys, right. I bring I bring my own cup, right?
2: Okay. So this is this is my New Year's resolution for the show. Right. How about that? I just made this up. This wasn't go. planned. No plastic so bottles. We're no more plastic bottles on the show. Sound good? Yeah. Good. Right. We got these nice. 26-degree brewing company glasses. We got No Regrets. Got the, insulated, bugs, the insulated. The right? Not even cup. one letter. Right? Yep. And they got this here. The, the Dennis Real Yeti. We got plenty of other things to use. So this here is going to be my last plastic bottle water on Connected by Water show ever. So I don't want to sound like a hypocrite because I've been complaining a lot about environmental things lately. So
1: It tastes better in the Yeti cup anyway. It
2: does. It does. So... No, so I now think. we got to get a water machine. So that's it. So I'm going to pour that into my. Actually, I'm going to use No
1: Regrets today. <laughs> so,
2: So for those of you that don't know, No Regrets, it's from We Are the Millers.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, we're out there fishing. We see plenty of trash. Yeah. The yeah. balloons a are always everywhere. The Mylar balloons are a big problem. Yeah, the balloons are everywhere. I mean, we try and pick them up as much as we can when I see them out there. Mm hmm. You know, we pick up certain big stuff for sure, but definitely a lot of garbage out in the ocean.
2: Yeah, I pick it up too whenever I'm out there. Yeah. You know, just, just kind of.
1: Just a quick gaff shot. And gets just it. Grab a gaff,
2: pick it up, you know. Makes you feel better at least. Yeah, you know ca- what I mean? Good karma. Yeah, exactly. Good karma. It's only like one piece of trash in the ocean. Like in the grand scheme of things, it's not really going to make a difference, but no. it makes a difference to like you and your heart. Yeah. You know what I mean? Where you're like, all right definitely better than
1: just driving by and saying look there's a balloon in the water yeah
2: well that's what that you know that's what I was you getting know. at earlier it's like I'm not like the biggest environmentalist in the world but you know if everyone just if did, everyone did did a their little part, more, it did would make more. a big difference yeah. Yeah. yeah for sure
1: absolutely collectively
2: yeah. collectively you can kill the monster yeah, well, yeah. And there's Doesn't a lot mean, of
1: there's, there's a lot of groups these days do doing some real nice uh beach cleanups mm-hmm. I see yeah. it all over Instagram four oceans a good group yeah, well, those guys are doing incredible work. Yeah, you see those boats everywhere.
2: Yep, they were just, um, I was just in the um, Pompano Beach holiday boat parade with them. Not with them on the same boat, but oh, we all boat. did it together. And um, got to meet them. And they're probably going to be coming on the show soon.
3: Very cool. Nice.
2: Yeah. And um, talked to them about that. And uh, they do a really good job of cleaning up. Like they, set, they got up and talked at the captain's briefing about how much trash they actually collect. Like on like one beach cleanup could be like three hundred pounds. Wow, of trash. That's incredible on one
1: beach, and they have those guys over overseas too, right? All over the world. Yeah,
2: all over the world. The problem, the biggest problem they have, are places like Sri Lanka. I
1: was gonna say, there's some
2: places out yeah. there. Yeah, serious. Yeah, they're like you see it's those like an ocean of, the, of plastic. Yes, the rivers of plastic, and yeah, it's it's crazy. Wow. But then they got these machines now that are cleaning up. You know what I mean? So hopefully it all can make a difference, and hopefully. But the problem is, is that none of it, like, it's cool to clean it up, but if we don't stop our habits, then, you know, it's going to become insurmountable. Oh, yeah. You know, as population increases in the world and, you it's know. It's hard to
1: get rid of those habits, too. things that people have done their entire lives, you know. Yeah.
2: I mean, I mean, I, certain, I definitely believe that there's a certain aspect to environmental, environmentalism that people are profiting from. They try to change laws and they try to, you know what I mean? And then new industries come in and say, oh, use our product. And then they, they try to manipulate laws for environmentalism. But, yeah. you know, I, I definitely have more of a conservative outlook on it than, you know, liberal outlook on it. Um, but I also think that conservation you know, is, is, you know, a conservative value for yeah. the most part, you know, especially when you come to hunting and fishing. You know, we talk about that a lot too. Yeah, without a doubt.
1: Know? We need conservation. Yeah.
2: And um, I think taking care of the trash
1: is part of it. Yeah. You know? ke- keeping the oceans clean and healthy. Yeah. You know the, the coral reefs booming. Yeah. You know without those I mean everything shuts down, you know. Absolutely. And there's so much trash. I know. Thank it's God. crazy. It is crazy. It really is. But at least there's a lot of really good groups of people trying to do something about it right now. Yeah. And then even the recycling is tough. You know.
2: So I mean, I don't know if I mean if there's an alternative to plastic so tough, though,
1: because yeah. it's, like, literally everywhere now. we built yeah. our lives around it. Yeah. Yep. I'm the first one. You give me a cardboard straw. Oh, that's awful. They're
3: horrible. Awful.
2: Yeah. I mean, what are you going to do? And then what are you going to do? I'd rather
3: just not use a straw. Yeah, rather I mean, just not use a straw. Yeah. I mean, me
2: pe- people are... There's some people I know that are carrying their own metal straw around. It's like it's not happening for me. I'm yeah, sorry, I, I carry a straw in my back pocket wherever I go. Yeah, I will lose it in every place I go. Right.
1: I will
3: just leave them there. <laughs> they're, they're not yeah. cheap either. Like seven bucks or yeah, something yeah, for yeah. a straw.
2: And then you're, you
1: go to one restaurant, and then later in the day you go to another one, and you're I be mean, like, oh, my to every, straw. Yeah, to every restaurant I've been at. <laughs> in your kitchen, pulling it out of your back pocket, mm-hmm. going to a restaurant bathroom to clean it.
2: And nothing against paper straws, just make a paper straw that's good. Yeah. And the pro- the problem is they're not going to. It's going to become more expensive than making a plastic straw. Yeah. You have to two ply these straws. There's a burger fight down the street. They got these plastic straws, and I got to like by the time I'm done, like halfway through my drink, I got to switch it out and just put another one in there.
3: Because it just goes away.
2: Yeah. Because it's just.
3: Then you got paper and shit floating all in right. your drink. Yeah. <laughs> in my drink. Citigrates in there.
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: That's crazy. So, what are you gonna do for Christmas? You have Family in town?
1: Yeah, we have a bunch of family in town. We're having the party at our house. Oh yeah, yeah, it's a good time. You know, you it's hard it?
2: to get everybody together. Yeah, it is. It is. So, this year we're we usually do Christmas at my sister's house. We're doing it at my parents' house this year because because my dad's not doing well. But he's you know, so we can't really like move around. Yeah, so we're okay. just gonna do
1: it at my parents' house. But um. It's gonna be good. We got a lot of family coming in. Yeah, same as us. I mean, it's hard to get. We have family living all over, mm-hmm. so it's hard to get everybody in at one place. Yeah. That's why we look forward to Christmas and Thanksgiving. Yeah, we don't get everybody, but yeah, you know, most of them, most faces you don't see all year long. Yeah, that's good. I love no. Christmas. I really do. Yeah.
2: It's got to be my favorite holiday. It's a good time. Yeah, Everybody's Fourth family. of July. Yeah. But
1: so, what do you do Christmas Eve? We do Christmas Eve at one of my cousin's house. Do mm-hmm. the whole pig, the whole nine do, yards. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okaha We're Cuban, so our mm-hmm.
2: background. Yeah. I'm half Italian, half Irish. So some of my family likes to do that. Feast of the Seven Fishes. It's oh, an nice. Italian thing. Mm-hmm. You know, but sometimes we sometimes we'll do it when like like my sister Louise, my my brother in law when they're around.
1: Cool. But yeah, um, we do we have about fifty, sixty people at the house. Yeah. So. this
2: year I think we're going well my my um my wife's side of the family is Brazilian. And her grandparents are, like, in their mid-90s wow. and doing great. I'm like, really? It's awesome, yeah. you know. But uh, we're going to be, we'll probably hang out with them on Christmas Eve. And then.
1: They flew I into town?
2: Like, no, they're here. They live in okay, uh, cool. They live in North Beach. Cool. In, uh, yeah, one of those condos there. Very nice. Yeah. But
1: yeah, we're hoping to do that. just like I keep saying, you know, I have a couple of days off. My old man's going to be off work, too. So we're just. We're gonna try and fish as many days as we can. Mm-hmm. Take yeah. advantage. Because right when we get back, I mean, it's, uh, right, we're getting prepped right for the Miami Boat Show. Mm-hmm. You know, second week of February.
2: Yep. So, you, so guys, you guys are hitting it hard too. You got a big lineup of boats all oh,
1: coming off the line. And oh, yeah. I mean, we take an awesome setup every year to Miami. Yeah. So, the Miami Show is incredible. And it's, you know, we like it, you know, most too, because we have a sea trial slip where, you know, you can check out the boat, and if you really like it, you can hop on it and take it for a ride, which mm-hmm. is a real unique feature about that boat show. Mm-hmm. You know. How do you like the Miami setup? I, I love the Miami setup. You like it. Well, that's your backyard. <laughs> yeah, I love yeah. the Miami setup. I mean, <laughs> we don't have to deal with the traffic, thankfully, because we actually just we take a boat home every day. Right. Right. So I get to take a boat home there all the way down the homestead, and I got no traffic.
2: Uh-huh. So Yeah, so you're spoiled with that show.
1: Oh, yeah. The rest of us, not so much. Yeah, we're definitely spoiled with that show and, yeah. you know, it's fun. It's a fun show. Mm-hmm. It's our biggest show of the year, without a doubt. Yeah. So. The
2: uh, well, yeah, for you guys, for sure, if that's your your stomping grounds.
1: Yeah, center console. But I think for most of the center console companies, I mean, it's the show to be at. Mm-hmm. So.
2: Yeah, I personally missed the when it was at the convention center. Yeah. Just because it's easier for me coming from Broward. Yeah. You know what I mean to get there, but. Yeah, yeah. Key scans a little bit of a headache. Yeah, a little bit, but so. it's a nice show once you get there.
1: Oh, no, it's great. I mean, and and multiple vendors and boat companies they all have the same opportunity we have where it's a sea trial slip and mm-hmm. that makes it very very cool yeah yeah that's cool yeah so we'll be back as soon as we get back from break we'll be in full swing getting ready you know we got to finish up that new boat we're gonna have it there mm-hmm. you know we're gonna have some real real nice boats so what's the you got the 41 cts 41 and the 46
2: and the 46 yeah. big boat big boat it's a big cat
1: yeah what that but that's what these guys want, you know. Yeah. Long range boats so you can travel comfortably, double row seats, and mm-hmm. you know, by the time we get to the fishing ground, you're not all beat up and tired just from the ride. Yeah. So, to make, There's a nice wide beam on that boat too. Isn't yeah, over twelve feet. <sighs> so, I nice. mean, just like when we do these tuna runs, we're running 130 miles, you know, just to get to the fishing area. So, mm-hmm. to be able to sit in a double row and put your feet up and just enjoy a nice ride. Yeah. You get there, you're fresh. You're not all beat up from. Yeah, a bumpy ride. You know. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, right on. Definitely helps.
2: So what's what else in the new year? What else is up with Bernie?
1: Yeah.
2: Just <laughs> working. You're a workaholic, man. That's all you do is work. Just working work fish. Working fish. Working fish. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, that's what life's about, you know. Right on. Right working on. fish. I got my family. I have my girlfriend. Mm-hmm. So everything's good for right sure. On. Yeah, life is good. Life is definitely good.
2: Life is good in Florida. Right, we just need to keep our water clean. Mm-hmm. Keep the plastic out of there. Yep. Right.
3: Yeah. Everyone do their part.
2: Everyone do their part. No dumping
3: sewage in the canals.
2: Yeah. <laughs> right.
1: Check out Sea Hunter boats. Oh yeah. Right. They're beautiful. They're gorgeous. Check out our Instagram. You know, we're doing a lot of work on Sea Hunter on on YouTube too. Um, we have this the whole swordfish from uh, a couple days ago that we just caught. It's going to come out. It's going to be a really really cool epic video. Mm-hmm. So. Nice. Really, really look forward to that. We'll be releasing it on the Seahunter YouTube and Seahunter Instagram. What's, what's the Instagram? It's, it's just Seahunter Boats. At Seahunter Boats? At Seahunter Boats. Real simple. 100. And, uh, you know, we do a great job at updating social media and showing us what the newest and the greatest is. And, um, you know, we really try and get involved with all our customers and followers and every, yeah. you know, everybody watching us. Yeah, nice. So. Handmade. Oh, yeah. Nice. All handmade. Handmade boats. Yep, Custom.
2: Awesome. Right on. Bernie, thank you so much for coming and visiting us up here in Broward. Of course. All right? Anything else you want to go over? That's it. Because this is our last one for the year. Is there anything
3: you want to get in before you go? I can't think of anything right He's now. He's like, I'm done. I'm on vacation. <laughs> I'm ready to go, go to Cayman. He's ready to check out right <laughs> I'm ready now. to go to Cayman, man. I'm counting down the hours now. Yeah, right on. I need to do some fishing, too.
2: Yeah. Yeah, you do. I do, too.
3: My buddy got 14 wahoo down there the other day, and the tunas are starting to show up, oh, really? so I'm ready to go. Oh, I wow. just saw.
2: I talked to, uh, I was with Vinny last night, and uh, he just got back from the Bahamas uh, with Mr. B, and they said the wahoo bite was pretty good over there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Said so nothing really, like, big, but... A wahoo bite, I feel like, has been yeah. great everywhere. Yeah. Even, yeah. even up here, the guys it's that are playing a good fishing, year, yeah. Kicking butt. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. But, you, know, you know, let me ask you this. Did you? I didn't know about this, what? I was
3: going to say, did you see that... that 162-pounder they got in San Sal the other day. I did not see that. Big. I'm going to plug it in. That's yeah, a, throw that was a
2: big fish. Uh, I didn't see it either. The, um... Did you hear this? We're we not allowed to bring any wahoo back
3: from the Bahamas? No. What? No, you, you can okay. bring them back, but it's got to be with the your, your limit for, for the U.S. I heard a
2: different
1: story. You, know, you got to uh-huh. keep your skin on it, and it can be 18 pelagics Total.
2: I heard someone was telling me that you cannot bring any Wahoo back from
1: the Bahamas if, into port here at all. I'm not sure about that, but if something here is closed, we definitely can't bring it from the Bahamas. Right. You cannot. And you got to leave your skin on all the fillets. That's the rule. Yeah, you know, but there's – you can read the same rules ten times. Yeah. and a little different every single one. I don't know, man. But I'm going to look
2: into that a little bit. Cause I'm pretty was, sure you're still a up a situation to that a friend of mine ran too, and – Oh, yeah. Yeah. Recently,
1: yeah. They're fighting it, but yeah. Should be 18 polygics. You can
3: bring them back. Yeah, you can't have more than your U.S. limit, but. Or, yeah, U.S. limit or 18. I think they were whole fish. Wow, very strange. Yeah. Were they over the limit? No.
2: No, they're basically, I don't even think that was an issue. That wasn't part of the issue. Did they
3: stop on the way back? Cause um, that can be an
2: issue, too. They fished right off of Bimini and came
1: home. It looks like they just ran into the wrong shark that day. Yeah. 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 Wrong guy to run into.
2: So They're like, hey, where'd you go? You know, catch any fish today? Like one of those tricks, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, we just We just got back from the Bahamas. He goes, what'd you get? And then he told them, and he's like, oh, yeah. Badge comes out. Oh,
3: man, I did not hear that. Yeah, I mean,
1: everybody's been going over and coming back, so. Yeah, it's a weird thing.
3: Yeah, I, I uh. Was that was that in the beginning of November? Yeah, I don't want to talk about like
2: the details. I know I know what you're much, talking about, but you know, I know what I mean. Talking about. It's um, yeah. I um, wanted to ask you about that, see if you knew anything about that. But no, I haven't even yeah, heard of it, man. Yeah, All I know right. a
3: couple people that are trying to to work with, um, getting ready to work with FWC to try and loosen up those restrictions to allow you to bring back the Bahamas. Yeah, limit. Right. As long as you can show in your charts and stuff that you don't make any stops you run straight back from there you do right. all your proper clearing and everything but that's something that i think that they're going to work on for next yeah, year this is a
2: friend of mine he's legit you Yeah, know, he did everything right but i don't know wow. uh, i just want to bring that up with you to see if because you you're yeah, seasoned we, you're so seasoned it we usually hear about over. it about yeah.
1: everything but no and when we do i mean for a while there we were doing a triple week right right you know for the yellow fins and now we're playing on the next weather window doing a couple of wahoo trips so Are interested you? on this oh yeah. yeah you got my cell phone number right handy <laughs> on we're definitely dial. we're <laughs> definitely gonna try <laughs> right on we're All gonna right. we're gonna leave this weekend but i mean now it's blowing 25 knots yeah yeah, so. yeah. i wouldn't be able to leave this
2: week the weekend before christmas anyway <laughs> i don't think I'd, I'd ever hear the end of that yeah. from the wife <laughs> or the kids yeah yeah oh you will wahoo fish on the weekend before christmas i and the daddy.
1: We're empty. Now. I mean, I got nothing at home so. Yeah. yeah. Take full advantage. Yeah. Please do
2: yeah. for me. <laughs> Take no ki- full advantage. No of- kids yet. Yeah, yeah. That's it. You Enjoy know? it, my friend. Oh, yeah. You know. Cool. Well, we're going to close out the year of con- the Connected by Water podcast sponsored by, presented by Joey Accardi Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Subaru. Um, We're very proud to be associated with the Acardi family and all they do for us, all they do for the people of Pompano. Um, If you need uh, a vehicle this Christmas season or going into the new year, call Joey. Tell him Dennis sent you. Go down there and see the guys. Dean helped me out, he's an incredible salesman, very nice guy. Tell him I sent you. All right, and we're going to close out the new year that way, or we're going to close out the old year that way. So, all right. Merry Christmas to you. Happy you New Year, Thanks John. So. Have Thanks a, for a good trip. Be on the show. Thank you. Thank th- you. Th- thank you for for everything you've done for the show this year.
3: No problem. Thank you. Right, thank I'm, you start, for I'm starting to
2: get a little sentimental, and maybe like a <laughs> tear is going to roll down my. You know, we did it. We made it. Right, and then that's it. All right, your ego is not your amigo. That's right. Just do your best and let God do the rest. Always remember to eat, drink, be local. Buy all your vehicles at Joey, Cardi, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, Ram, Subaru. And don't ever forget that no matter where we are, no matter what we're doing, we're always connected by water. Absolutely. Thanks, Bernie. Appreciate it. Right
1: Right on.